Welcome to the Waiting Warriors podcast. As loved ones of first responders and military personnel, we often face life situations and challenges that many others don't experience. And while each of us and our experiences are unique, together we can learn from one another and become stronger in this journey of life. Now let's step out of mediocrity. It's time to thrive. Hey, Waiting Warriors out there. Welcome to another week on the podcast. This is Michelle Bowler, your host. If you're watching on YouTube, you are seeing all of my painting project day glory because there was not time to get ready today. As I'm sure all of you know, especially if you have toddlers, like doing a project with kids around is no joke. But Jessica looks beautiful today. From here up. From here up. Just look at her. If you, you're like, Michelle, this is just too much. We got very, very tired eyes. I don't think there's paint anywhere on my face. No, Luckily. you're good. We're good. That would have been great though. Like if I we started recording, and I was just like, oh, what's what's? I am a good friend. I would tell you. I appreciate that. That is a rare friend to find, because even my husband. We'll be like, we'll get home from a party or whatever, like some sort of unit function. And I'll have like mascara up, oh. up you know, like when it gets on by your eyebrows because you blink too fast yeah. or like, you know, the we under the eye. chat with you about this. This is not okay. Yeah. We've had, he's just a dude. <laughs> like he just doesn't even see it. I'm like, honey, you are my best friend. This is your responsibility. <laughs> like Your role. Do we need to go through this? Yes. But anyways, that's a long introduction to Jessica Manfrey. Welcome to the show, Jessica. Thank you for having me. Super excited to be here. So Jessica is a licensed social worker and her husband is active duty Coast Guardsman, which I think you're our first Coast Guard, which brings our first question. There's an active duty Coast Guard? Mm-hmm. Yes. So the Coast Guard was established, uh, I think, what, their birthday was 76, something like that. It's mm-hmm. had a lot of different names, but um, most recently after 9-11, they moved from Department of Transportation to be put under Department of Homeland Security. Um, so you'll find them stationed all over the world, you know, even, yeah. you know, overseas, you'll find them in Bahrain, Kuwait. They are there supporting efforts um, because, again, the Coast Guard has this unique ability to not only be, you know, we do rescue, right? They're first responder. Um, They are a military branch, but they are also um, able to, they're law enforcement. So, you know, if the Navy or whoever needs to make an arrest on the sea or whatever, they need a coastie on board to do that because they have the power to do that. So everybody kind of works together. Okay. So does a Navy ship normally have at least like one coast guardsman? So then they can- A lot of times- a lot of times they will. Yeah. They'll have, they'll have a lot of them. So we have, I'm probably going to say it wrong. No, it's right. Tacklet officers in like certain locations throughout the, um, throughout the country. They're not officers, but like they'll have tacklet units. So like they'll have, like, I think there's one like in California down in Miami. So if there's going to be like, you know, maybe, maybe there's a big coast guard ship that has spotted some drug smugglers or something crazy is going on. They'll fly those tacklet guys in to, you know, t- so have you seen, 
the video where it was like the guy, the Coast Guard guy knocking on the submarine, yelling at him to get out. It was like went viral last year. Those guys, those oh, are the guys that you'll see, yeah. you know, doing stuff like that. That get business done. They do. So Coast Guard men are legit. Yes, they are mm-hmm. legit. It's it's so maybe it's just because in my mind I just see the hashtag I see because of what I do I see the hashtag and it's like coasty wife and it's like oh that's not as manly as they probably right want to, want to be. yeah no they're definitely like that is a nickname they're known as coasties um it's just a shorter way to say it they're very proud of it I think what makes them unique is because of all the rules that they have to fill right and I mean even here. Where I'm at now, we're stationed outside of um, Scott Air Force Base. It's a huge base. It's transcom, you know, so we've got all the branches here. But, like, I'll interact with people in the community. And when I tell them that my husband's in the Coast Guard, they're like, the Coast Guard in the Midwest? Mm -hmm. And then I have to say, well, look at all the rivers you have. You know, sector upper Mississippi, where my husband is, they're responsible for, like, six states because of the Illinois, Missouri, like, all the rivers. So you've got river tenders that are moving buoys. They're conducting boardings. You know, when things are flooding, they're in there, you know, rescuing people. There's a lot of stuff that goes into it. And, And really, I didn't even know how um, much they did on rivers until we came here so it's been a great learning experience yeah so real fast I want us I want us to talk a lot about getting Tuesday military but real fast like how did you guys get into the Coast Guard because I don't see like Coast Guard recruiting stations everywhere do you know what I mean yeah no totally they are in a lot of places believe it or not there's actually one I have a friend who's a recruiter in Louisville Kentucky of all places we definitely don't have the budget that the DOD has for recruitment, but they are strategically placed. Like there's one here um, in Illinois. Mm-hmm. Um, my husband was actually Army National Guard at first and um, that didn't work out. And then when he was trying to figure out what he wanted to do, he ended up enlisting in the Coast Guard, went to boot camp and um, he got sent to A school, which is like basically where they learn their MOS, you know, when they get certified for whatever it is that they choose. And he was actually on a plane on 9-11 and landed on 9-11. Just crazy story, you know, because we talk about it. Well, what if you had stayed in the army? Where would you have been? You know, because that was his path. You know, he was ROTC all four years of high school. Um, So everything really does happen for a reason. We never would have met, you know, because he got stationed in my hometown of Florida about four years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Four years later. So, Yeah. That's nuts. Yeah. Because like, it, it is, it's like small little things like that, that happened to Austin and I, he was, he was in the ROTC class at our college. um, And he had been seriously thinking for years about joining the military. um, But he just got, kept getting the feeling and the answer, like to, he, he were praying people, like he, he got the answer, no. And then we met in October, which if he had joined when he was like originally talking to a recruiter, he would have left in October for basic. So it's like, oh, well. It meant to be. Yeah, we wouldn't have met. And it's just, I love, I love little stories like that. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah no, meant to be. Meant to be. Okay. So let's talk about giving Tuesday military because I think it's one of the coolest things and we need more people to know about it because I didn't even know about it until I started following Maria and then Maria's involved in that. Um, and 
listeners, I'm talking about Maria Reed. She did an episode. I could not tell you what number off the top of my head, but it was back in January of this year, I think. But so tell, tell us, you know, from the beginning, what is Giving Tuesday Military and how did that start? Oh, sure. Happy to. So, um, there's four of us that are involved in this at this point. It's Maria Reed, um, Stacy Billadieu, Samantha Gamolka, and myself. And really how it started is all four of us were named Military Spouse of the Year for our prospective branches. Uh, for three of us, it was 2019. And for Stacy, it was 2018. And after um, the awards dinner was over, Maria and I sat down and she's like, I've never had a Coast Guard family on moving with the military. I want to work with you. And I really want to bring a makeover to a Coast Guard family. And she was going to be in Florida for the whole summer. I knew people down there. My family was down there. So it was just a great setup. Um, We ended up finding a family and um, the mother was going through terminal cancer. The house was kind of, you know, not kept up. The dad was doing the best he could. You know, he was an active duty AET, which is the guys that are on the helicopters that are flying. Like Mm -hmm. he had a pretty intense job and and two littles. And so we came in and we had like 50 volunteers every day, you know, active duty coats, guardsmen, people from the community. It was insane. It was the biggest makeover she had done to date. And I was so proud of the way people who didn't even know this family Mm -hmm. showed up. And so I had been following giving Tuesday for a while because they, they've been around, I think for seven years at that point. And, um, for those of you that don't know, it was started because we've got our Thanksgiving, right? And then we have Black Friday and then a small business right. set. Basically, we, we go from being thankful to materialistic everything. We're shopping, right. we're shopping, we're shopping. And so these people were sitting around, the leaders now of Giving Tuesday, and they were like, Tuesday's Giving Tuesday. We're just making it a thing. Well, that mm-hmm. thing, eight years later, you know, last year, I think they raised $500 million for nonprofits. It's wow. extraordinary. You know, they started with a small number of campaigns in the U.S. and now they have over 200 in their worldwide. So at any rate, I shared that makeover in a Facebook message to Giving Tuesday, and I didn't think they were going to respond. I'm like, they've got better things, but they did, and the woman who responded was Kathleen, and um, she was actually their communications director, and she said, this was incredible. Have you ever thought about running a campaign? And I was like, campaign? Me? Like, you know, <laughs> sure. You know, long story short, we had a meeting with, you know, her and we sat around and we didn't want it to be about money, right? Um, we're very, very well aware that with the military, especially our junior enlisted, it's not a lot of money to go around. And mm-hmm. we didn't want, to, and plus that wasn't our jam. We wanted to really change the landscape and promote intentional kindness. And so we came up with a campaign of Giving Tuesday Military. It was short and sweet. And the goal would be every year we would try for a million acts of kindness. And for us, we felt like this was totally doable. Our community is all over the world. Yeah. Like how could we not? And so we set it up to where anybody could raise their hand and say, I want to be an ambassador for my community. I'm going to lead base X or town, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever. And this is what we're going to do. And we just empowered them to take it and run. The only thing that we asked is that they not, you know, raise funds, if you will, make it about the thing and the time and the doing. And so it was pretty bananas last year. We ended up with 2.5 million acts of kindness it was awesome like so awesome and so when we were going into this year obviously COVID happened you know Mm -hmm. changing things but we felt like this year more than ever like this we need it right 
we yeah. need kindness. We need to come together. We just had to get a little bit creative on how we were going to do it. Yeah. So what is like very basic, the mission, the motto of Giving Tuesday Military? You know, I'm, I go back to this all the time. Um, Samantha said one day last year while we were doing this, she was like, I want to create the world that our children already believe exists. And it was mm-hmm. like a light bulb went off because it's true, right? The innocence of yeah. a child, how, how good they think everything is, you know, and then as you slowly break it to, down to them as they get older, you know, watching that innocence fade is just, it's heartbreaking. And so that's, that's our mission really. And to also let people know that this is the one thing that your differences don't matter in, right? If you are deep in the muck of gutting out a park and cleaning it up, who cares, you know, what their beliefs are on the left or right of you or what they look like, you're all in it together. And we are all in it together. And so for us, I think that's really the mission, you know, creating a world that our children already believe exists and forgetting those differences and coming together for the common good. So yeah, that would be it in a nutshell. Yeah. So what do you say though? Because like a lot of a lot of the listeners are military spouses, are first responder spouses, and their husbands are one probably working, if not like not even home home at all. Deployed, yeah. Yeah, deployed or um just on different, you know, missions or whatever. But like how so th- so these are loved ones that are overwhelmed and have a whole list of things to do like what do you say to somebody who's like that sounds amazing and awesome but how you know what could I possibly do like I can't run an event you know Mm -hmm. my life yeah so you can actually just be a participant as well You don't have to, you know, be an ambassador and run a group. You can simply say, okay, on Giving Tuesday, I'm committing to this. And that thing doesn't have to be a big project, right? Um, Some of the small things that we did last year were so impactful, like taking sticky notes and going around cars and and leaving encouraging notes. Can Mm -hmm. you imagine? Like, you don't know what that person's going through. You don't even know who they are. But when they read that card, like, what a feeling, you know what I mean? And so things like that, um, getting your kids involved, this is a fun thing for the whole family. We've launched like a whole youth, you know, for, for the kids that are like preteen and older to kind of work mm-hmm. together and they're doing incredible things. They're making TikToks to get more kids involved. They're, they're running the TikTok, by the way, not us. That is not like <laughs> too old for that. But, you know, like last year, my son, I bought like beads and he made be kind bracelets for his class. It was a oh fun God. activity. And there you go. That's 30 acts of kindness right there. You know, yeah. um, it, it shouldn't feel like a burden. So whatever it is that you choose to do, that is good enough. You are good enough. Mm-hmm. Anything that you can do to impact someone else's day or life like that matters. Yeah. So how do people like, how do you, how do you possibly count all of this? Like you say, you the, hashtag. Two, the hashtag. Yeah. That's it. it, it's, it's hard. Now I will say this. Obviously, little kids aren't on social media. So like here in the St. Louis area, we had six schools involved last year that made cards for the veterans home. So it was simple enough to go, okay, I knew how many students were in each school. I knew how many cards we got. And I just had a little bit of a spreadsheet that made it simple. So for things Mm -hmm. like that, 
But if people simply use the hashtag Giving Tuesday Military, we have a program now um, because now we're a nonprofit, you know, that Giving Tuesday falls under as an initiative. We can track all that. So they can post whatever they want and share what they're doing. And as long as they use the hashtag Giving Tuesday Military, we'll be able to count it. Oh, I was thinking it would be, I mean, not that it would be like way complicated, but it would be like, go to this website, re- you know, not like register, but just like log in or whatever. But Oh, yeah, last year, because we have a Facebook group and it's pretty popular. I think we have like 4,000 members right now. And so basically the whole thing is just flooded with kindness on that day. Like everybody's sharing their stuff right there in that group. We can count it that way, you know, yeah. for people who maybe don't want to publicize what they're doing. Um, we had some people say, I, I didn't really want to use social media for what I did, but here's what I did. So mm-hmm. there's no wrong answer. Um, the yeah. easiest way is the hashtag, but we are, we completely understand, you know, and the whole point is to keep spreading that kindness, however you want to do it. Yeah. yeah. And then what, what, what would be, be like five or 10, just like not pressure, but just however many ideas come in your head, like uh, ideas that people could do. Cause what we're it's mid-November. About 17 days, I think. I think we have 17 days. Yeah. And this will be published before. So even if you're, hopefully people have time to hear it. But like, if they only have a week, what is, what are like five ideas that they could do? I'm going to give you some really easy things. So this year we partnered with Christina Etchberger. She, um, she runs a veteran the Veterans Pen Pal Project that she started back in March with COVID with all the VA homes mm-hmm. and retirement homes. Um, she has become basically an advocate for, the, for um, Veterans Last Patrol, which is a nonprofit that's dedicated to veterans in hospice. And every, I think this is their second year, they do Operation Holiday Salute, where they send Christmas cards to veterans in hospice. Mm-hmm. You want something simple? Sit down and, and your whole family, everybody take a Christmas card you can get at the Dollar Tree and mail mm-hmm. it to the nonprofit in South Carolina, because then what they're going to do is they're going to distribute them throughout the country. And their goal is 10,000. And I'm hoping with us, you know, constantly talking about it, that people will do it because that's easy, right? Yeah, that's an easy thing. Um, Let's see some of the other things that we're doing, give blood, go find somewhere to give blood. That is like one of the biggest pieces, you know, or acts rather of kindness that you can give. Um, We have a couple of projects that we're really championing. I mean, think about your foster kids, right? that are in your community. Most of them, their clothes are in trash bags. Most of them, if you're in a colder climate, are seeking warm pajamas. You know, get together with your neighborhood and say, hey, is everybody in to purchase one pack of warm PJs? Collect them and, you know, distribute them, you know? And it's the same thing for any homeless shelters that you may have in your area. We have one specifically for veterans not far from where I live. So Mm -hmm. I called them up. I said, hey, what do you need? You know, tell tell me what you're looking for. And then you just get businesses involved, you get your neighborhoods involved, and then it's not just you, right? You don't have that burden of, oh, you know, but the the thing is, you starting that conversation, you're inspiring others to do, right? And it just keeps going with this ripple effect. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so those, I love leaving random notes. I think that's so much fun. Um, Another one that's popular is like the pay it forward coffee. Like who doesn't mm-hmm. like to get up to pay and then realize the person in front of them. I mean, it just sets the tone for your entire day. Right. You yeah. know, so the little things matter. They really do. And it's, it's something that anybody can take part in. That's awesome. And now I'm like, Hmm, what should we do? Maybe you can do have anything. To, yeah. Maybe yeah. Have to organize a little something Fort Campbell. If you're in Fort Campbell, reach out on 
Instagram and or yeah, I think we're going to do something in Fort Campbell. Anything you want to do. I mean, we've got bases that are um, doing cookies, you know, for the guys that are in the barracks. They're surprising the gate guards with other kinds of treats. There's really no wrong answer. Like the whole goal is to just be kind. Yeah, that's a good idea. Like the gate guards, we all drive by them. Oh, yeah. And I mean, their job is not awesome. Like, let's be real. Especially now that it's getting colder. I'm just like. Yeah. Give them some love. (laughs) Yeah. You're just chilling. And then they have that little fan right there. And it's like, you can see them kind of like walking towards it every time. And then walking back to the cars. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, man. Okay. What else do we need to know? I don't even Mm, I can't really think of anything else. It's just, it's a really special time of year. It's our favorite time of year. Um, we love working with Giving Tuesday. We love what they're able to do, you know, for communities all over the world. Um, we love highlighting what other organizations are doing. We've, we've done that a lot this year in our group, you know, bringing in chapter ambassadors or nonprofit leaders to share what they're doing to help, you know, inspire and, and give people ideas for what they can do themselves. But I think just find that thing that, that gets you excited. You know, with me being in the mental health field, I read a lot of studies on the benefits of giving. And yes, you are absolutely doing something kind and awesome for that other person. But like our bodies, our brains thrive, believe it or not, on kindness. And so when we do something, do for, for another person, like those happy hormones, like just flood us. And no, it doesn't fix everything that's going wrong. It doesn't, you know, stop Murphy's law from destroying you during deployment. Like that's, you know, those things are going to come, but like for that moment, that day, it's just, it's a really good day. Yeah. And maybe like, cause I always think when I, when I hear about stuff like this, it's like, sometimes it's like a, Oh, another thing to do, especially when your spouse is gone. But like, mm-hmm. I feel like this could be something that gives you a light day. You know what I mean? Like, not that it, not that everything's all going to be hunky and dory, but like it can give yourself this moment of happiness and of that energy that you're talking about. Like, give yourself that gift and while you're giving gifts to other people. Agreed. It's awesome. So if people want to like look more into giving Tuesday military, social media, all that kind of stuff. Where can they find all of that? So we have Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, um, all under Giving Tuesday Military. Facebook, what our ambassadors have done is they've turned around and formed their own groups in their areas. Like here we have Giving Tuesday Military, Scott Air Force Base. But if you're wanting to find the main group, it's just Giving Tuesday Military. They can also go to our website, uh, givingtuesdaymilitary.com, and that one will give them the backstory Uh, We have printables on there. Um, We have, what else is in there? Ideas. You know, we've got kindness to each other, the community, the world. And then we even have one kindness during COVID. Some Mm -hmm. really simple ideas of how to be safe, but also give back. Yeah, that's awesome. And another question, if, how would they find out if there is like an ambassador and kind of a more of a group project in somebody's area? How do they find that out? The best way to do that really is to come into our main Facebook group. Just say, Hey, hi, I'm new. I'm in this area. Is anybody it's super active right now. Come the end of October and November. That's when people are in, they're talking. I also, for the most part, know where most of the groups are because earlier we, uh, we were blessed by armed forces, um, 
financial network they gave to our nonprofit and we were able to create uh they're they're basically just you know fun boxes filled with stuff to you know inspire our ambassadors and so i have a list of all those groups you know plus you know the groups that are already in facebook so we have a pretty good idea but there are people who are just sprouting up out, out of nowhere but we'll help connect you in there cool and that facebook group is just like giving, giving tuesday, tuesday all together no spaces just giving tuesday military cool well guys let's go check it out i'm all excited and i'm <laughs> i know i know they're just kids but for me like i grew up in a home that's like the holidays are about giving and it's magical because of the spirit of the holidays like yes the gifts are really fun like mm-hmm. really really fun but i i was blessed to be to be in a family that like did things for other people and that just made it all the more magical and so for some reason like the fact that my seven-year-old is like oh but i might not get the toy that i want I'm like no you need to focus on other people. So I'm like, don't worry. I'm not gonna like harp on my kids. It will be fun. They will get presents. But I love that this is something that I could get even my seven, six and four year old involved in. You know what I mean? Like hands down, like my son, um, he's nine and a half. And last year, Obviously, it's different this year, but last year he wanted to give out hot cocoa to his class or his school, I should say. So we sat up a station, we got permission from the school, and we handed out hot cocoa all morning, and it was a freaking hit, you know? But it felt so good for him to be able to do that for those kids, you know? They get into it and tell them to get creative. How can you be kind? How can you make someone's day better? And they'll they'll surprise you. Yeah. I I get it, it gives me all the feels because it's like, one, just being kind is awesome, but also like seeing your kids get creative and get excited about like something so good, especially right now. Like it has, it is so hard for our kids. Like I I don't, I don't know what it is like with older kids, but like my kids don't really understand what's going on. Like mm-hmm. they just know that they can't do a million things that they're used to doing. And so I love that there now there's something that we can do, they can do, they can get excited about and just have fun with for this holiday. Hands down and think about it. One of the easiest things that they can do is build a little special bag for your postmaster, you know, and putting it by the mailbox for them and and having the kids just watching the window when you know your mail guy or girl is coming by, like, because I know my kids love it when the mail comes or we get deliveries and it's Amazon season. Let's not lie. So, you know, just something, and it doesn't even have to be anything big, you know, but it's, it's really, really special to see them get excited. Yeah. Oh, I love it. You're giving me all the feels. Thank you so much for coming. If somebody wants to connect with you, is that something that they can do? What's the best way they should do that? Absolutely. Um, I have a public account for Instagram and Twitter. And then on Facebook, they can follow my page. It's Jessica Manfrey, um, LMSW. And I put my whole life out there. There's no secret. So yeah, I'm happy to connect with people, help them and hopefully inspire them on doing more stuff for their community. Love it. And we'll put all those links, Giving Tuesday, everything. We'll put all those links in um, the show notes. So if you just want a fast lick, a fast lick, a fast Click. Gotcha. Don't be looking your phone. Click. Please don't. Phone. Don't do that. It's COVID season. <laughs> yeah. We don't. We don't do that. Um. Thank you, Jessica, so much for coming on. Oh, my favorite question. 
What? Last question. What is your key to thriving that you want to share with your fellow waiting warriors? Um, so it's not going to come as any surprise and I'm not trying to be cliche when I say this, but for me, it really is leading a purpose-filled life. I, um, I'm a seasoned spouse at this point, you know, my husband and I have been together 16 years, nine moves, like I've done it and I am my happiest when I am doing what I love, you know, and for me, that is giving back for me, that is, you know, practicing social work. So that is my tip for thriving. Find what you love and find a way to make it a reality. And it might look different, right? Mm -hmm. Our, our lives and our journeys are not the same as our, um, civilian peers and that's okay. It's just the point that you get there. It doesn't matter how long you get there or how long it takes you to get there, but just, yeah, find your purpose. Yeah. Love it. Okay, guys, let's go like attack giving Tuesday. Let's just dare you. Yeah. Let's, let's go all waiting warrior on it and just attack this thing. I'm really excited. I'm really pumped. Again, if you are in Fort Campbell, Make sure you're checking out Instagram. It's just at the waiting warrior. I think I'm going to hop on the ambassador and figure out. Yeah. And we're sure. Where is Fort Campbell? I'm trying to picture. Is it Kentucky? Yeah. It's like, so half of the base is Kentucky. Half of the base is Tennessee. Are you by Murray, Kentucky? Close-ish. Yeah. That's like, I've seen that one pop up. Yes. One of our our leaders is there. Stacey Billadu. Yeah. Yeah, she's so, cool. yeah. So yeah, yeah, so she's there. Okay, Fort Campbell people, we're gonna do something. Do it big. And everybody else, I want to see something and make sure. I know I'm gonna be checking out the hashtag. Um, just share away, give away, love away. And guys, remember, just because it's hard doesn't mean it has to be miserable. And this is a way that you make that happen. I am totally like contestified that. Thanks again, Jessica. Thank you for having me. I don't know why I'm waving. It's like a thing we do now with Zoom. It's like. (laughs) Bye, guys. (laughs) Hey, Waiting Warriors. If you are heading towards or in the middle of a deployment or shoot, you're just a military spouse trying to do their best, I want to give you something I've created with you in mind. I've created a free download called Three Ways to Set Up Your Marriage for a Successful Deployment. I know deployments can be tough, but I am a firm believer that they don't have to ruin your relationship, and I would really love to share with you what I've learned and now have done over and over again in my own marriage. So go to subscribepage.com slash three ways to set up your marriage for a successful deployment, all one word there at the end, or check out the show notes for a link. Or right now you can go to my website, thewaitingwarriors.com, and there's a pretty little yellow button on top waiting for you.